Life Audio. We do this to help people. This is why we do to encourage people to let them know there is hope and freedom in Christ. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. Yeah. We're back, baby, with another episode of Life After Addiction. That's right. We hope you had an amazing Christmas. And, man, if you enjoy Christmas stuff and you're still in the spirit, go back and listen to last week's episode if you didn't. We talk about all things Christmas. We talk about the prophecies the of Jesus being born, the virgin birth, all of those things. Uh, and in the importance of a Christmas when it comes to recovery. But this episode, this is January 29th coming out, I do believe. And so just a few short days we will be in 2024 that is crazy dude. that really is dude as you get older just the years go by faster and faster and faster so and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and then your kids all of a sudden but anyways man so gosh I guess I want to start off just by saying thank you um, this year has been a huge year for this podcast for this ministry yeah um, we we grew probably the second half of this year we grew um, a lot. And so you're subscribing, you're listening, your messages, your comments, um, your memberships, joining, um, man, everything, all of those things have been incredible. Uh, it means a lot to us. I know we say that, but it really does. I mean, we say it all the time. We would do this podcast. We would do this ministry. Um, cause we have before we, uh, even if there was just one person listening, there have been times we've been there sitting been. <laughs> at the table or sitting at the other studio living room uh, when it just felt like we were talking to the walls. Um, and that, you know, that we would do it regardless. Uh, but, and that could get discouraging, but to hear the comments of encouragement from people we haven't met uh, across the country in other countries, uh, in Canada, uh, in New Zealand, I think in um, California, that's another country, right? It is another country. Um, but all of these places, just, it just it's just nice to know that this is not just bouncing off the walls. And so we appreciate you, the members that we have. We have a good handful of members that are supporting this ministry by clicking the join button. We called out a new member last week. Um, and, you know, we call them out with perks. And that just so way to sow into this ministry. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm thankful. I'm grateful uh, as we close out the year. I think it's good to be thankful and grateful um, how you want to do this? I got a few things we could talk about that, yeah, that it's happened just a, this year. It's a Freestyle Friday episode. Um, nah, but just so I'll reflect a little bit too. I mean, from us starting the first episode in the house, you yeah. know. But uh, but speaking of freestyle, can we give Lighthouse another shout out? Shout out Lighthouse. He I, just I, dropped I, another song and it's a banger. It's fire. And it's actually in studio. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what episode that was, but if you could in post, put it up what episode. Because we said if that episode gets 200 likes, we're going to get Lighthouse in studio. Yeah. Um, and maybe we should put a little, well, we don't have time, but his new song is fire. Yes, it is. It's awesome. It's, so. it's a banger. But yes. go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. Uh, but just from where we started out in the living room, um, yeah. of the house to, uh, just seeing our audience grow and our members grow and the support and encouragement and love that you guys show. I have a bunch of guys who, you know, went through the program or families of guys that I coach that reach out to me and shoot me a text and said, what you said made a difference. And yeah. it's not Adam and I, it's the Lord, but uh, right. man, we do this to help people. This is why we do to encourage people to let them know there is hope and freedom 
freedom in Christ. And uh, that is why we do what we do. And so just for you guys to come alongside of us and be a part of this and uh, send us love and encouragement and like and comment and subscribe your engagement. It does. Uh, it means something to us. You know, we, we work in trench uh, warfare ministry. And so yeah. that can be tough and difficult. And we come in and some days we're just not feeling it. And uh, it's hard to gather our thoughts and, you know, um, articulate certain things and do a good podcast or whatever the case may be. Um, but nonetheless, man, we're excited to do this. Uh, we're excited to just plant seeds of faith um, and still hope in people. Let them know that there is a way out from addiction, that you're not stuck. You're not trapped. You don't have to succumb to the sin that you struggle with, man. There is freedom that can be found through a personal relationship with Christ. And so we just thank you guys for everything. 2024, baby, new year, new us. Mm, yeah, man. So thinking back. I kind of want to go over not only just things that happen for the podcast, but also just S2L, the ministry, Absolutely. man. It was a big year this yeah. year. And so here's just a recap. And then I want to, we want to talk about some things to encourage you. But podcast-wise, obviously, we um, we had our first in-studio guest with Rare Breed. He came in at the old studio. Uh, Rare Breed is a Christian artist um, and just an awesome dude, man. And a Incredible lot of people guy. a lot of people enjoyed that episode. Um, I don't know. It's it's on back. We had our second in studio guest, um, in this studio with Isaiah. I believe is that right? I mean, there might have been one in between in studio. Yeah, I'm not sure. Had a whole bunch of guests, but most of the times, especially because we kind of started this podcast around the COVID stuff, yeah. and so a lot of it was Zoom type uh, interviews and stuff. But we did have some in studio guests. We got a new studio, which yeah. we've talked about, man. It was a big year. We Again, this year, we jumped a few thousand subscribers. Um, got Jorian. Jorian came on before this year, though, right? November or something of last year? September? And so Dang. he's been here. I don't even know. He's been here with us over a year. Yeah, yeah. So Jorian's been here, but he really got his feet wet this year and uh, started doing some cool things. We did the Hot Ones Challenge, man. We uh, we redecorated. If you if you first start seeing this studio, it was just white walls, and then it was um, like beige and brown, and then now it's this backdrop and everything. So it's been a cool year, man. We a lot of cool feedback. Um, we've had people come up to us, uh, whether it be at a church or at Catapult, coming in and just be like, "Hey, I haven't met you, but I feel like I know you because I've met, you know I've watched the podcast and it's been really beneficial." We've had guys come into the program. Um, because they were watching the podcast and they saw that, yeah, man, I need help. And this is, this is the kind of place I want to get help. Yeah. And then just the countless men from all over the country who we've been able to minister to and disciple and, uh, lead to Christ, man. I don't know the exact number of how many guys confess their faith in our program this year, but I know it was several. Yeah. Um, we've had so many baptisms, um, so many families restored, um, and just, man, it's been a blessing. It's been a long year, but also at the same time, it's gone by quick. And so, yeah, I'm just grateful for the opportunity um, to work alongside these men, to be able to serve men from all over the country, watch their lives radically transformed before our very eyes. Um, literally, we get to see men go from death to life. I mean, the transformations, like I know I'm sure you've seen on YouTube or uh, whatever social media platform you use, but like those pictures of someone, what they look like when they were yeah. in the midst of addiction to like what they look like after finding freedom from addiction. Like we literally get to watch the transformation day by day, moment by moment, minute by minute. And it is a beautiful thing. There's something that I just remembered. And this was, I think it was last year. 
but a guy had been in our program for like a few weeks. And um, so after they've been with us a week or two, you're able to have, we do family visitations on Sundays. And I'll never forget, dude, I was standing in the office and like this guy's family gets there and they sign in and stuff. And his kid walks out of the office door and the guy's coming back from behind the lodge. And he's maybe four, something like that. He sees his dad and he just screams, daddy, and starts like mm. sprinting to him. And then his dad was coming to him and they hugged and I, man, I was crying like, this is why we do what we do, man. Yeah. But it was so beautiful. Like it was such a beautiful picture of God's love and God's grace and God's mercy and the restoration that occurs, man, when you really do give your life to God and submit to the will he has for your life. Yeah. Yeah, man. And so there's, uh, I want to say, and these are rough numbers, but, uh, because I need to backfill some of the stuff it's, it's kind of behind, but I want to say by the time January one comes or from, from January one, December, the, uh, all of 2023, I want to say there's probably 145 men come through the program. Uh, and I think the numbers 50 have professed faith or been baptized. Wow. Dude, that's ridiculous, dude. That's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, that's 33.3. I mean, that's almost a third of the men that come through. Uh, and not that the others aren't believers or whatever, but maybe they were and they're just that carnal man, as we talked about two or three episodes ago. Um, but that's crazy, man. Like the fruit of that. I, I'm not, I'm not. I don't want to get used to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't, and I love that. That's why the uh, keeping up with the numbers and stuff. Cause man, there's churches that don't see that fruit, you know? Yeah. And, and I think one of the things that happened this year was we had the, um, one of our staff members pass away in a car accident mm. and he was from St. Louis and there was such a family connection, man, that the family decided to bury him down here. Mm. And they came down here for the celebration of life, and a hundred and something other friends and family came down here. And the father said, in his, as he's talking at the funeral, he said that this is more of a church than most churches. Like, this is what church should be. And, man, that hit me in a way. I was like, wow, man, God is just moving here. The Spirit of God is moving here. Uh, and so 50 baptisms... Uh, our professions of faith, man, I think three, actually four this year, four alumni took positions at a church as a pastor, a youth pastor. Uh, one recently messaged me that he preached Sunday morning at his church. Wow. I mean, this is crazy, dude. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, and so there's just so much fruit. Um, I will in January or in this year, we opened s opened up a licensed medical detox, um, which is a crazy, uh, crazy thing for us. I mean, yeah. we, we started as a ministry in 2006. Uh, we, we were, we are a nonprofit, but I mean, up until 2020, you know, when I, when I came on the team, there are four staff members, uh, today there's 43, you know, um, and to have a medical detox license and a joint commission accredited detox, it's just crazy to think about. Yeah. That like started what? this year as well. Yeah. January this year. Gosh, um, not only that, but we had Joint Commission come out to reevaluate us. They do that every two years. And if you know anything about Joint Commission or if you're in this space, those audits are pretty uh, tense, mm -hmm. you know, pretty high pressure because they look at everything, man. Policies, procedures, um, staff folders, physical things on your at your facility, and they like fine-tooth it. Uh, we just went through a state audit as well. Um Staff came on, purchased a, a new facility uh, this year next to Doolittle. 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um, not That's not what we call those staff. They do a lot. Uh, but there's a there's a road called Doolittle that you know, the facility's <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. So got that. Um, Staff members that Doolittle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be taken out of yeah. context. Uh, and then we entered, We had our uh, con- benefit concert with Ben Fuller. Yeah. You could put some footage up of that, man. That yeah. was an awesome time. Got to know Ben a little bit. And um, the community, I think over 600 people were there. Um which led into we we've started the conversations and have had many we've entered into a pre-construction phase of with some contractors and some people and some architects uh to build a new facility a 26 bed facility um and that's crazy man those meetings being in meetings with a bunch of architects and engineers and stuff like that it's like whoa yeah this is getting real and so it's been a crazy year man i wonder how much our staff has grown as well yeah, I think we, um, probably added well, by nursing least, alone. Right. So we probably added 20 staff members, I would say, which yeah. is a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's it's just been a cool year, man. It's been a busy year, uh, but it's been a cool year. Yeah. It's been a cool year. And that's something I've always admired about our facility and what makes us unique. I think just the staff to student ratio is so significant, man, because we're able to give the one on one time. It's to one the to guys. one that they need and it feels that way when you are an SR sometimes you can go to places and there's hundreds of SRs and just a handful of staff members and you don't really get the adequate one-on-time care that you really need and here man like you said when I go on shift there's just as many staff members that we have on site as we do SRs and so the quality of care the level of care that you're getting is so much greater whenever you do have that amount of staff and so I think that's a beautiful thing I had a new therapist this year Doug Dougie Uh, Fresh shout out Dougie Fresh dude Dude, Doug's the man, he dude. He's awesome, man. He's he's just a great, and I, you know, um, potentially could could have another one, you know, in these next before the end of the year, which is going to be pretty tight. But um, man, it's just been a cool year. It's been a cool year. Yeah. Um, as we go into this next year, um, I think kind of like last episode we talked about, there isn't there isn't an opportunity for a lot of shame and guilt because maybe it hasn't been a great year for you. Maybe it's been the worst year of your life. Maybe there's been a lot of shame and a lot of guilt. Maybe there's been failures. Maybe there's been uh, family devastation, separation from a spouse, children losing um, losing rights. There could be dark. This could have been a dark year for you, you know. Um, but, man, here's what I'll say. Take heart. Take heart. As we walk into this new year, man, here's a verse that I want to read. Uh, and it's it's from Lamentations, and I actually have this. Someone from my church and his daughters made this out of wood and kind of burnt this into it, but it's Lamentations chapter 3, and it says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, 
for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Talking mm. about great is God's faithfulness. And so my encouragement to you is that, man, his mercies are new every morning. So with that hope, man, if you're watching this at night or if you're watching this in the morning or in the afternoon, know that his mercy is new every morning. The cross, what we just celebrated, the birth of the Savior of the world, for unto us a child was born to take away the sins of the world. What that means is that if you surrender your life to him, uh, and maybe you're saying you have and maybe you're saying you haven't or, and you need to, but if you're saying that you have but you're living in sin, you're living as that carnal man over and over and over again as we talked about, uh, you actually might be the natural man. You might not know God. You might not have surrendered your life. His spirit might not be in alive and at work in you. But if you have, if you've surrendered to him, his mercy for you, if you surrender to him, his mercy for you is new every morning. Um, know that, man. That's a big deal because I mess up a lot, dude. Yeah. I'm not saying that 2023 was a all-time great for me personally. I think we, you and I even talked a few episodes ago, man. There was some real struggle this year. Real struggle. Uh, real frustrations, real deep-seated division that mm-hmm. was attempted, attack from spiritual attack. Anytime there's growth, anytime that the Lord's uh, using someone, they are a target. And so there's been heavy stuff that's happened, really heavy stuff. And so the hope that I have is that there's new mercies every morning from the Lord, man. Mm. Yeah, um, and qu- correct me if I'm wrong, those numbers, I want to talk about those numbers Dr. Daigle talked about in staff meeting the other day. He okay. said out of 100% of people that need help, how many people actually get help? I think oh, he man. said 20%. Oh, I think it's, yeah. In regards to addiction specifically. Yeah. I think it was alcoholism he, he yeah. mentioned specifically, and it was, I think it was lower than that. I want to say 5%. Yeah, 5 Maybe or 10. 10% of the 100% of people who struggle with alcoholism that need help. And you can even extend that to drugs only five to 10% get help. So man, I just feel led to like encourage you. If you are struggling, reach out. I know Adam and I may sound like a broken record, but it's because we know there are millions and millions and millions and millions of people out there right now struggling. And you're in that stronghold of addiction. And it seems like a pit that is insurmountable to climb, but it's as literally as simple as picking up a phone and admitting you need help to somebody, calling a facility, calling a Christ-centered recovery facility and saying, hey, I need some help. What can I do to get in there? And I promise you, man, if you put forth the effort, God will make a way to get you into somewhere that can get you the help that you need. But now is the time to do that. Now is the time to do that, man. You know how many times the best day in my life in the midst of addiction to quit is tomorrow. And tomorrow never comes. But it was tomorrow year after year, day after day, week after week month after month and I was sick and tired and by the time you look up that tomorrow it's five years have gone by then that tomorrow man it's 10 years have gone by and before you know it it's like man now it just seems hopeless and let me interrupt right here because man we there was fentanyl around when we came up but it wasn't like it is today by the grace of God did he have a tomorrow did by the grace of God did I have a tomorrow because man they are I had yesterday yesterday Two people called. Or I had two messages from two people that had died from an overdose, mm. died from an overdose that I've known, that I've known over the years. Two people yesterday, man. This is no joke. There, you've got to tell yourself that there is no tomorrow. Now, here's what I know. I, and do you have more? Because I'm, I'm about no, to keep go. going. I'll go after Here, you. Here's what I know. What he was touching on, what I know for a fact, and what you're feeling right now is that it is possibly the scariest thing in the world for you to say that I have a problem to someone. It is absolutely the scariest. Well, here's what I know biblically, that when you drag secret sin 
from the dark into the light that it is the scariest thing in the world. But here's the truth. It's also the most freest. Amen. The most freedom, man. You, all you need to do right now is have enough co- courage to, to say, hey, I, I don't even know if I believe this, but these dudes are saying it, and they look like they know what they're talking about. Reach out today. Reach out today. If it's us, if you're a male and it's us and you want to go to come to our program, we both came through S2L, S2Lrecovery.org. The website flashed up on the screen. If not, reach out to us. We have a list of places that we partner with. That we, If you're a female, we have a female list of places that we partner with. If we're not the right fit for you, we could recommend something for you. But reach out today. Today's the day, man. Don't wait till tomorrow. We, By God's grace, did we have a tomorrow? Yeah. Man, but we, they were our friends and, and they weren't crazier than we were. They didn't do different things than we or that we did. And we went to their funerals, man. Not, not because we were calmer and safer and, and better at doing dope. No, man, it was by God's grace. Don't tempt that. Now's the time, man. Think about it. You could start this new year in a place that your mind is being renewed, that your life is being renewed. It's a long journey. I'm not saying it's easy, but Lord help, man. Mm. This side of freedom is so much better, man. It's a beautiful thing. It's so much better because, I, I mean, there's just, I'm not a slave anymore. And I was a slave to something that big. I did what it told me to do, when it told me to do it, and how it told me to do it. Everything in my life meant nothing to me. It meant nothing to me except for this. So basically, it was all about me, man. Yeah. And that was a life of addiction. And it was miserable, and it was scary, and it was lonely, and it was painful, and it was it hopeless. Yeah. Yeah, pick up the phone and call today, though. I know, I know several guys even out there right now right who now. know they need help, yep. who know they can't do it on their own, but are too stubborn and hard-headed to humble themselves and just get the help that they need. And they know that freedom is even possible. These guys are guys who have encountered the Lord and know the Lord, but they're just choosing to walk away from him. And it's like, man, it's so frustrating because freedom is possible. Yeah. Like you can have a radically different life than you ever have before. And yes, it requires effort and submission on your end but man you have to do what you have to do nothing changes if nothing changes yep and that's just how it is you can feel sorry for yourself you can throw yourself a pity party you know i tell guys in class all the time nobody will throw a better pity party for you than you nobody will nobody will throw a better pity party for you than you and so if that's where you're at man i empathize with you because i've been there but you can do something about it you don't have to stay stuck and trapped and feel helpless and hopeless man you can get up and move and you can move forward and you can make the calls that you need to make man and you can find you a place to go to to get the help that you need but today is the day for that man today is the day to do that yeah and here's what i'll say I think it was 113 was the, was the natural, spiritual, and carnal man, episode 113. Go back and look at that because you asking for help doesn't mean that you're not a Christian. Correct. It could mean that you're in the carnal man, that you're in the flesh. Or yep. it could mean that you're not a Christian. But either way, let me shine some light on some darkness because I know that fear, man. <laughs> I know that fear and pride of not reaching out for help. And I'll just tell you right now, here's some light on that darkness. Your fear is that people will look at you differently. Yep. Well, bruh, trust me right now, they already do. They're going to talk about you different at your funeral. They're going to know why you passed away. They're going to feel sorry for your family. Or if you get locked up, they're going to know why you got locked up. Or if they never see you anymore and your health deteriorates and you're a hermit and you don't talk to anyone, all of those fears are going to be reality. They already are. 
you getting help is celebrated. Even if not, even if you don't have the support, you're getting help for you. So you could change your life around. Like, just do that. Kick the devil in the teeth today. The fear is a liar, man. I get it. It's real, and it feels like it feels heavy, but I'm telling you, it will be the scariest thing you do. But once you do it, it is free. Like a weight is lifted, and then the journey begins, man. The journey begins of finding out who you are, finding out who God says you are, and your relationship with God growing and growing. Yeah. And then for families, like we always say, you got to make it as hard as you possibly can for your loved one to stay in addiction and make it as easy as you possibly can for them to get help. And if it looks like cutting them off uh, financially, giving them a place to stay, taking their car from them, doing whatever you have to do uh, to get them to realize, man, you no longer have an out with me. You no longer have an out. The quicker they know that they don't have any outs, most of the time speaking, right, the quicker it is that they will seek help that they need. Uh, but as long as we enable, you know, people that they have outs. And so if, if I'm going to be enabled and I'm going to have outs, man, I'm going to take those every single time, especially when I'm consumed and I'm not thinking rational, rationally and I'm, I'm consumed with this addiction. So make it hard as hard as possible as you can for your loved one to stay in addiction. And then I would say even for those um, who are Christians, man, and you are just desiring a deeper relationship with the Lord, um, I would, man, really think about setting some spiritual goals for this year. Yeah. Complacency kills and I notice I can testify in my own life I'm sure Adam's gone through seasons in his spiritual walk where man I'm just not doing what I'm really supposed to be doing I'm not pressing in in the word I'm not really fellowship and I'm not really attending church um, as frequently as I should um, get you a home church for starters if if you don't have a home church man plug in somewhere I hear so many people say well there's not any good churches out there well man you got to really look internally if that's really how you feel because uh, it may be something with you um, that's wrong and I don't say that harshly, but man, find you a Bible believing church and plug into it and go consistently. Maybe that's where you start this year is that, man, I'm going to make my spiritual goal for this year is for 52 weeks of this next year. Every single week I am going to go to church. And that's a beautiful goal to attain. Like, man, I went to church every Sunday this year. That's beautiful. Maybe it's starting out, man, reading one verse a day. You know, it's not about reading as much as you possibly can. And man, I read through the Bible in a whole year and those things are cool as you grow in your faith. But man, maybe it's a chapter a day. Maybe it's reading one book out of the Bible a month. Just set small, realistic goals. I know for me, I can be like a perfectionist and this overachiever. And so you can set these outlandish goals that on paper, man, it sounds good. But set something that's realistic. Set something that's achievable and attainable. You're not going to go from zero to hero. So just make sure you set some realistic goals. But man, get Get you a mentor if you don't have one. If you've been walking with the Lord for X amount of years and you don't have a mentor, get you a mentor. If you've been plugged into a church and have a home church, but you haven't started to serve or get plugged into a small group, do these things. This is how we grow spiritually. And I know for anyone who's confessed their faith, our number one goal is meant to be more like Christ and to grow in my faith and to become more spiritually mature. So in order to do that, man, there's man's responsibility and spiritual disciplines that you have to continue to do in order to grow spiritually. Amen, man. Amen. Resources wise, if you need something, if you're, if you're like, man, I'm just, I need something to dive into. Well, right over my shoulders, lost and found the little picture there. That's the curriculum we use at S2L. You can order, order one of those workbooks, S2L.net. Uh, if you're plugged into a church, they probably have something called Right Now Media. We have a whole video series that covers every single principle. Man, do the go through the workbook. Go through these areas of growth and these seven principles that the Bible says that we can escape from the corruption that's in the world because of sinful desires. 
We can escape those desires. Uh, so grow in these areas. Get the workbook, uh, a free resource, man, on this. And you heard Chitty talk about it. On this channel, I believe there's a playlist that we talk about the four pillars. Um, there's a playlist that talks about all those principles too. Yeah. Uh, so go and listen to those. Dive into those. Right now, media has the, um, and that would be free. You, you could, you, if you don't have a c- connection with Right Now Media, we do have the video series at s2l.net as well. Uh, but also, just to touch on the church thing, man. <laughs> uh, you're you're going to church for the worship of God, to love God, and to love people. Uh, and and you're right, there are no good churches. And if there were, and you go there, you'll mess it up because you're not good. You got to understand that church is filled with jacked up people, man. But your job is to go there and corporately worship the Lord with them and love people well, regardless of how they act, regardless of how they look at you, man. Uh, do it. Yeah, I mean, I heard the illustration. I thought this was beautiful. Um, and I mean, if sometimes you have to, so don't hit me up in the comments. But watching church online is like watching one of the, a fireplace on a TV. It's just not the same. Mm, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to be there, man. You got to be with other believers. There's something about that. Uh, but yeah, man, be, expect to get hurt or expect to, for people to let you down. That's people. That's not, that's not the capital C church. That's the people made up of the capital C church. Uh, they're just as jacked up as you are and just in other ways, maybe. So have grace, but go there to worship God and to love people with that mindset. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Set those spiritual goals. We've named off some resources, man. Um, make 2024 a new year with a new gear, baby. Come on. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) A new year with a new gear. Anything else? Man, I think I'm good. I was going to hit it then drop the news, but I think I'm going to wait. Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to wait. Are you sure? Big deal. Yeah. Big deal Um, in the the life after addiction family. Yeah. I'll just say something has happened at this point. Like it hasn't happened, but when this drops, it has happened. So I'll just wait for a more authentic reaction that I can give you guys. And I'll talk about it at the beginning of next year. New year, new gear, baby. And that's life after addiction. You better believe it. Let's go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life After Addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Studio. For more Christ-centered addiction recovery resources, please visit s2l.net. That's S, the number two, L.net. For more information about S2L's licensed and accredited residential program, please visit s2lrecovery.org. That's S, the number two, lrecovery.org. We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of their faith-centered podcasts and their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.